You're listening to Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Thank you so much for joining me. How can I help you? Hi, yes. Yeah. So I am currently taking online courses for uh, prereqs to be to go into medical school. Yeah. I uh, right now it's the online courses are helping me because have a I'm working full time father of two children. Um, so these online courses are helping me out. Um, I started in a fire department. I as an EMT promoted to paramedic. Nice. And now I'm a firefighter, so that's the history of 13 years right there. Nice. Well, thank thank you for that. We we need uh, we need those frontline workers. So thank you. Yeah, I enjoy. It. I love what I do. Um, so I've been taking courses in and out. I'm non-traditional student. I just finished my bachelor's last year, December. So now I'm taking the prereq courses okay. to go to medical school. So far, I've done general bio, general chem. I am taking the first part of organic chemistry and physics right now. So, but it's all online. Mm. So now I've been looking into it and I know most, if not all medical schools say, you know, no prerequisites. (laughs) Yeah. With with an asterisk that says, "Eh, there's a pandemic going on. Yeah, exactly. So they've only, I've been looking at websites. I've only seen, well, we'll accept spring and summer, but we don't know anything about fall or next year. So yeah. my concern is, do I wait till schools go back in session? I know some colleges are open now for taking in person. You know, yeah. where does that leave me with my pre Yeah. I, I think you need to do what is best for you and what is just the, the standard and norm where you are taking classes. So if... Where you are taking classes, whether that's a community college, whether that's a four-year university, where you are doing your school, if they're in person and you can go in person, great. If they're online only, I wouldn't delay your schedule. I wouldn't change anything with what you're doing to make sure that what you're doing is in person just to appease the few medical schools that may be real jerks about, oh yeah, there were some schools in person, so you should have found a, a way to go to those. I, I think if schools are going to have that attitude, screw them. You don't want to go there anyway, <laughs> right? <laughs> and that's a strong thing to say, and I love all the medical schools out there. But <laughs> but if, if they're going to take that stance – because they think in-person is quote-unquote better than, then they haven't lived through a pandemic and seen a huge cultural shift in the fact that we can do things online and still accomplish, if not be better than what we were doing in person. So I I think you you keep rocking what you're doing now. I, I wouldn't purposefully avoid going in person Right. Right. Because it's, quote unquote, easier for you and your schedule and and working and being a dad and all that stuff. So you you have to balance that. But I wouldn't be worried about if your school is still online. I I wouldn't stop going to school just to potentially appease some schools. 
some medical schools. All right. Thank you. Yeah, because I'm in a four-year university, York College, and they, uh, it was everything was in person. And, you know, because of this, everything moved online. Yeah. So it's not like I was, you know, avoiding it or yeah. anything. It just happened, like everywhere else, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> just happened. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. 2020 um, can can 2020 go away <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah and no, i'll have one more concern if you yeah, have time let's go more. um because of my tight schedule you know shadowing volunteering yeah. uh all of those things are kind of hard to fit in so those things i would probably have more time for after i done my prerequisites or yep. maybe while i'm studying for the mcat so I'm wondering, do I also delay just to try and find time for volunteer or my 13 years of paramedic EMT, also first responder can kind of yeah. help that. There's, there's a very yeah. big misconception around what quote unquote volunteering is and whether someone in your case who actually has a job doing these things where you are getting amazing clinical experience if that counts as quote unquote volunteering clinical experience can be paid or unpaid. Right. And that's where the, the quote, the volunteering comes from. A lot of people use quote unquote volunteering generically to mean clinical experience. Clinical experience is clinical experience, whether it's paid or unpaid. So, you have an amazing track record, this long track record of, of being an EMT and then a paramedic and now a firefighter. And obviously as a firefighter, you're still a paramedic. You're still most, yeah. most firefighter calls are first yeah. aid calls. So yeah. you're still rendering care to quote unquote patients. Yeah. That's amazing clinical experience. Don't worry about that aspect of it. Now, from a shadowing perspective, obviously you're not getting a ton of shadowing. You get potentially some interaction with the usually there's a medical director for EMS so you you have a little bit of interaction right. there um, but from a, a a true shadowing standpoint you're probably not getting a ton obviously during covid times you're not getting any if you've seen what i've been doing with e shadowing as as we're recording this right now tonight will be our third session of e shadowing i would do that as a bare minimum it's free. You don't have to be there live. You can watch the recording for the week. Um, every recording every week ends Sunday night. So it'll give you time to, to get 10 minutes here, 20 minutes there. You take a quiz. It'll go towards some credit. You can get a certificate. Will medical schools want that, use it? I don't know. I don't care. Uh, but it's it's better than nothing, at least right now. So, I, again, I, I wouldn't necessarily hold off on applying because you're not getting the experiences that you think you need. You have the clinical right. experience. You've been in that world, that job now for over a decade. Don't worry about yeah. that. Shadowing, yes, you don't have a ton of that potentially. I wouldn't let that hold you back at this point. I think your clinical experience is strong enough. The pandemic obviously is a, a nice excuse to potentially not have a ton. And then and then medical schools do understand that you do work, that you do have kids, that you have other responsibilities. You're not a 20-something-year-old kid with no other responsibilities other than 
go to school, get good grades, get the experiences that you need to put on your application. So that's okay. All right. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Thank keep you. keep moving forward. And uh, obviously do well on the MCAT when that comes. Yes. And uh, crush crush the application, tell your story in the best way possible, and get into medical school. Awesome. Thank you for your time, Doc. Yeah. What else? Is that it? That's all you got? Uh, <laughs> I have a lot. Let's go. <laughs> Let's keep going. Come on. Yeah, you're going to unpackage me. All right. So, <laughs> um, so with my non-traditional background, right, I... I started out, let's say, 2006, and I have I took like biology back then, mm-hmm. and I got like a C. Yeah. Um, oh, give it up, yeah. give it up. You'll never get in now. <laughs> so, so let's let's go back a little bit to your story. Did you start okay. Did you start out wanting to be a pre med, and then, or wanting oh, to go to medical school? You didn't do well, yeah. and then you're like, I'm just gonna go okay. be a first responder. That's good enough. Actually, no. I started out wanting to be pre med. I didn't do well in biology. Then I. I, I didn't give up. I was like, you know what? Uh, I'm going to try again. I'm not going to let that stop me. But however, I saw an opportunity as to be a key, become an EMT for the fire department. So I said, you know, it gets me my feet in the door. I get to some medical experience. You know, my mom's a nurse. So mm-hmm. I kind of know a little bit through that. But um, so I did the EMT course and um, I enjoyed it. I loved it. I got a job with the fire department in New York City. and that stopped me for like a semester or two. And then I went back, started taking classes, and then they had a free promotion to like paramedic where they'll pay you nine, your nine months uh, to go to school. And then you work for them for three years to pay them back. Nice. So I was just like, wow, this is awesome. I <laughs> gotta take advantage of this too. So yeah. stopped going to school, I did that. Came back, took and started to take some more classes. And yep. then there was another promotion to firefighter where the scheduling <laughs> was a lot better and um, everything was better. So um, while I was taking those courses in between, um, I guess, jobs or training, uh, I, was, I wasn't doing it as well as I should have been doing. I got B's, 1A, and I tried to take a, another chem, I think it was organic chemistry. I got a D. Right. So I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> so I stopped going to school for like a good four years. Yeah. In between. So I'm a firefighter working, also working another job as a paramedic. And then I uh, had another aha moment. You know, I got another job as a paramedic and I was just like, I intubated this patient and we got their heart rate started back and got a rhythm, got a ROSC. And, you know, that was like awesome. I was like, this is what I want to do. So I was like, all right, let's get back in this bandwagon. Yeah. So I get back in there and like, I started getting A's, 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 A's. And then like, um, so like, you know, my GPA in the beginning was very low. Now that I'm going back to school and, you know, it's, you see an upward trend as, you know, medical schools I look like to see. So now I'm, I'm on this upward trend and now to get where I need to be, where it needs to be at least a 3.0 for them to see it or for some schools, I guess, screening. Mm-hmm. And um, I have to get straight A's from here on out for the for this organic chemistry or physics that I'm in now. So, yeah, um, yeah my question is, like, even if I missed that margin, 
of that 3.0 do i still you still go um, you still go do i still go yeah. or do i take more classes to try and get to where i need to be you know yeah i, I don't know if clinical experience would i don't know Getting just, getting to that 3.0 line is is a, a huge conversation that I have with so many students. And for a lot of students, it makes sense to put in a little bit of extra work to get that to that level because that seems to be a very common cutoff for some schools. Yeah. For other students, it it, it at some point it's just futile because they're just so many obstacles and hurdles to overcome so many more credits to take with needing a guaranteed 4.0 to even get up to that 3.0 mark. And so at some point you just have to go, you know what, what I've done has to be good enough. I just, I can't do any more. I I can't sink any more money into more classes. I, if the, the stress of needing an, an A in every single class, and if I get a B plus, then what's the point? Right? A lot of times you have to have those conversations with yourself and your loved ones and everyone else that's on this journey with you. And, and at some point you just have to go, you know what, this has to be good enough. And, and I know that there, you, you, you have to tell yourself, I know that there are going to be medical schools that are going to shut me out because of this, but I know there are going to be plenty more that mm-hmm. may filter me out at the beginning, but there's someone who is looking at all of those other applications and will see my upward trend, who will see my story, who will want to talk to me. And so you just have to just have to keep pushing forward. So uh, one one quick note, uh, nerding out, talking about ROSC uh, for, for someone listening to this uh, who doesn't have the EMS background, right? Return of spontaneous circulation. Um, so, uh, a fun little abbreviation. I, I did, that is right. Right. Uh, it's been a while. Uh, it's been, been a little while. Yeah. It actually got published in one of the news articles. It was a foreign exchange student Oh wow! that was on an MBA bus and, uh, he just collapsed. He had a congenital heart disease or whatever problem. And, uh, we had to intubate him right there on the bus. Wow. Uh, uh start a line and everything. And, you know, we got him enough where his family could at least say goodbye, you know, so. Yeah. Just you did that. <laughs> you yeah. did that. That's awesome. That's such an amazing feeling. So I'm I'm yeah. glad that was a, a spark for you, uh, whether it was the, the spark needed to go back and say, you know what, I, I need to continue on this journey and, and finish what I started, um, yeah. whether it was just that or if it was also um, – the just the mental shift for you to go you know what i i don't have any more excuses i need to get the grades i need to get to to live this dream and and accomplish what i need to accomplish so uh i'm i'm glad you have gone through everything you've gone through and experienced what you've experienced and now you just need to to finish strong (laughs) all right thank you yeah you're welcome anything else i can answer for you at this time I definitely keep in touch. Right. Anybody need, need uh, some a mentor? If anybody wants to mentor me, <laughs> <laughs> come hang out. Well, thanks for coming on, asking your questions, and sharing your story. Thank you for your time. Thank you so much for joining me here on Ask Dr. Gray Pre Med Q and A. Did you know that we record these live on Facebook at 3 p.m. Eastern on most weekdays? 
Search for Medical School HQ on Facebook and like the page to be notified. Don't forget to check out our amazing Facebook group, The Hangout, at medicalschoolhq.net slash group.